drunk tank. It's short. Fucking easy enough. That's my favorite. I think out of all the entries we received, sorry to everyone else who's entered, that's my favorite theme song entry so far. But yeah. for the rest of you, take solace in the fact that Gus's opinion means jack shit. Hey, man. <laughs> I pick the theme songs. My opinion means everything. Well, that one's going into the next theme song, probably. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Gus Arilla. Joel Heyman. I'm Olivia Munn. <sighs> I'm Jeff Ramsey. I would totally do Bernie this week. Yeah. I would do myself. You know, Joel has a picture of Olivia Munn over his desk, and I thought it was a girl he knew for a long time, like three or four months, and I finally recognized it as being Olivia Munn. Turns out it's a girl he'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia Munn is, like, the number one reason to follow Kevin Pereira on Twitter, because he takes a lot of candid photos of her and just posts them up there. Oh, jeez, I've been following the wrong person. Yeah, Absolutely. She doesn't take candid photos of herself, so that's a little pro And why wouldn't she? I don't know. I would. You know, I wouldn't do anything else. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were very impressed with how well our podcast was doing on iTunes, and I decided to look and see what the podcast immediately in front of us in the list of most popular podcasts was, and it was uh, some podcast that she's in where they unveiled her, uh, her Playboy magazine cover. Wow. That, that's the one that was barely beating us. <laughs> you all have your priorities all wrong. It doesn't seem as satisfying auditorially, you know, as it would... Visually, yeah, I right? think I think it was a video podcast. Uh, oh, well, there's no way we're going to beat that. They have that technology. <laughs> was she naked in the video podcast? Was she naked in Playboy? No, no. no. Yeah, I, I don't well, like that. I'm she, going. Around. She's naked under her clothes. Yeah, that, like, that's stupid. <laughs> that doesn't, I don't. That depends on where the camera is. I don't like stuff that insinuates nudity and then doesn't deliver it. And Olivia Munn being in Playboy. You're expecting you to. She might have it, just might as well just been a maxim. It's like mislabeling the ingredients on food. You can't do that. That's illegal. Yeah, it's like Shannon Elizabeth's career. Maybe now, they have like, <laughs> like Playboy Light. Did you guys ever see Tomcats? Yes. No, I didn't because I I did not because I think you told me Shannon Elizabeth does not get naked in it. Right? She played a cop in that movie. Yeah, I don't, not, I'm not interested. <laughs> what a turn on! All that authority. <laughs> it would have been if she'd taken her top off. It's such a hot package. <laughs> Yeah, but she decided she was not going to... She made that announcement, I'm not going to be naked in movies anymore, and then... That was it. Yep. The radar had one less swipe. One less ding, and then boop, gone. Now she plays professional poker. She went to stealth mode. Does she really play professional poker? Yeah. Wow. She's in all those, uh, like, celebrity poker tournaments and shit. She's big time. Interesting. Yep. Seems like every other person that has a lot of money is playing poker now. That must be Uh, Has she won any tournaments? I don't know. We could look her up on the internet and find out. I mean, it's easy. You know, I mean, how great would it be to be like, half your talent is basically luck. I know there's a lot of skill involved with poker, but who the fuck are we kidding? I mean, really, it's, you know, it's 50% skill and 50% luck. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Bernie on that one. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to have the, you got to have the talent unless, to understand what's going on to get to the point where you have the luck payoff. Unless you don't know what you're doing, and then the fifty percent luck has nothing to do with it. That's what you're I'm just, saying. You're not going to yeah. win at all. If you have no talent at all, then you have you then can't even then get to the luck really, level. Then yeah. you're screwed. Yeah, but it's just yeah. So these celebrities who go on those shows, it's just just it's, it's a party. They're getting paid to go have it's a like, party. It's and like it's like celebrity in the USA. Either you're going to become a professional poker player or a politician. Those are the two paths. That's it. So which one of those is Paris Hilton going to become? <laughs> no, we should be scared. I, she should be a politician, probably. Honestly. She did that stupid-ass funnier Die McCain ad that everyone thought was so popular. That was not a good ad at all. Who the hell knows? I think, I mean, the, I think if Alec Baldwin decided, like, and he probably already has decided, where he's like, I'm just going to drop off the entertainment radar for 10 years, he could, he could become president. Alec Baldwin? Shit. He's, he's, a, he's, he's on 30 Rock. He's on top of the world right now. You know, the best thing... 
going back a second here, the best thing Paris Hilton ever did was that promotional thing at E3 where she showed up three hours late to promote her own game and then promoted the wrong game. I that's think fucking genius. She got the no, name wrong. No one would have ever given a shit about that game or cared if she hadn't said the wrong thing. I think I think her sex tape was better personally. I think she's maybe a I'm in the minority. If they could incorporate the sex game into a game, then that's a game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think as as long as you've been on television at one point, you can run for office in Minnesota and get elected. <laughs> You know, just go, just go there. Like, people know your name, like, I know this person, I'll vote for them, what the hell? Jesse Ventura? Absolutely. Al Franken? Bring it. Let's go. <laughs> he just got swollen in. Yeah, it was a close one, though. Yeah, it was. If I had to guess where Al Franken lives or is from, Minnesota would probably be, like, 48th on the list, behind Montana and South Dakota. Yeah, I, I always assumed he was a New Yorker. I go thought, figure. Honestly, yeah. I thought he was Canadian. Did you? Yeah, I really thought he was a Canadian. Maybe so he, he must have moved to Minnesota to get that gig, right? I would guess so. That's, still, that's bullshit. I don't know. Now we're now, now we're getting mad, angry about assumptions. We don't even know. Maybe he's from Minnesota. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I got the internet in my fucking lap. I got the whole global consciousness right here. For all we know, he's got a Minnesota pride tattoo, and he's, you know, every gig he ever did, he flew out of the yeah. fucking Minneapolis. Land of a thousand right lakes, back. bitch. That's what it is, right? Is that what is it that, is? Is that Minnesota? I don't know. It's, it's a, somewhere up there. It's a hellhole. I went there a few times. I spent a January in Minnesota it's, once a few years ago. It was fucking miserable. It's a, it's somewhere up in the who cares the sphere portion <laughs> hey, of the U.S. Take it easy. You take it easy. I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't care where Texas is. Nope. I uh, one, one of those times I went up to Minnesota a few years ago. I was there for work, and one of my coworkers was also there. And uh, you know we you know got up in the morning and you know met at the rental car. We're driving off to the office. And he goes, did you hear... It was in January, by the way. He goes, did you hear it snowed in Austin last night? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, yeah, it snowed like two feet in Austin last night. I was like, no, it didn't. He's like, yeah, I saw it on the news this morning. I was like, it's probably Austin, Minnesota, you idiot. He's <laughs> like, oh, there's an Austin, Minnesota? I was like, yeah, it's about 30 miles away. You know my favorite memory of when you worked at that company where you had to travel around the country all the time? It's when you had to go to Rhode Island, so you stalked Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Oh, that was awesome. She was Elizabeth <laughs> Filarski at the time. Filarski was before The View. It was Jeez. like it was like when Survivor, when that season of Survivor was going on. Like, yeah. Well, God, when was that? Like ten years ago? It no, no, it wasn't that yeah. long ago. It was, uh, it was six, seven years ago. Eight or nine? Yeah, something yeah. like that. It was the second Survivor, right? The one in the Outback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, was it Outback? It was. It was. It was, it was after the Survivor was over. I remember. Yeah, it was after the dude had fallen in the fire. I remember that. <laughs> Al Franken was born May twenty first, nineteen fifty one, in New York, New York. What a fucking shock! What? I'm shocked. And you know how everyone in New York wants to get out of cold-ass New York and move to Minnesota right. when they retire, right? It's the next Florida. <laughs> so why, why, So here's the question. Why is he in Minnesota? Does, does it, the Wikipedia tell you? He lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I hear Minneapolis is awesome. I hear Minneapolis is awesome as well. I wonder when he made that move. I, I, I wonder. Hmm, or I wonder. Like a year ago or six months ago? What do you think is the minimum amount of time you have to live in a state in order to run for Senate there? I would well, say Minnesota probably, is probably five minutes. I would say it's probably Six probably weeks? when he moved there. I know Jesse Ventura probably wasn't born in Minnesota either. Well, I'll double check that. Though. Internet. He he has a better shot, I would say. Jesse Ventura versus Al Franken. Yeah, come on. Where's Jesse Ventura live now? Oh, he's Southern California, right? He lives in Mexico. Lives in Mexico. Yep. Does he really? <laughs> he, he, he doesn't look escape. Mexican to me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have pegged him. Is he trying to escape his own policies. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. Look at Jesse Ventura now. That governorship aged him. He looks like a Batman villain. <laughs> looks like Ben Franklin. <laughs> he does look like Ben, ben Franklin. Franklin. <laughs> yeah. Why does Ben Franklin should, look like a Batman? We though? should Photoshop a, a kite with a key attached to it. 
You know, I actually heard Jesse Ventura on uh, Alex Jones not too long ago. What? Yeah, seriously. Talking about how uh, he was actually talking about how the conspiracy, the nine uh, eleven conspiracy, and uh, using his uh, Green Beret knowledge to explain why the buildings were brought down by internal bombs. He's a demo expert, though. He, he is. He has demolitions he training. Yeah. So if you're going to listen to somebody, if you're going to listen to somebody, listen to a demo expert, but don't listen to them on Alex Jones because yeah, that, that, your, credibility. It, your credibility is instantly lost. And maybe not the demolition expert who also passed through the WWF as part of his <laughs> career. Maybe, maybe not that guy. Maybe another demolition. He expert. also passed through the government. He's uh, he's got inside knowledge. That's true. And he was born July fifteenth, nineteen fifty one. In Minneapolis, Minnesota. So I take back anything I said about Mr. Honorable Jesse Ventura. So Al Franken and Jesse Ventura are the same age? You were both, both born in 51? Pretty much. Conspiracy. Maybe they're the same person. Hmm. Yeah. I bet they're the same person. He had to just... he. The term limits was too much. He had to... <laughs> Who knew? Stuart Smalley was in Predator. Did he quit? Didn't, <laughs> what happened to Jesse Ventura? Did he just not run for re-election? Yeah, or he, he, quit, he quit running. Was he voted out? I think he proved his point. Speaking of, <laughs> Sarah Palin... Speaking, of, weird, speaking of proving weird, your point. Speaking <laughs> of weird governors in cold places, Sarah Palin is you know, off, off the political radar now as well. I, it's uh, it's, it's refreshing to see uh, a Palin who finally knows when to pull out. Oh, Whoa, <laughs> wow. Was that prepared material? I, I, I saw that on Twitter a couple days ago. Uh, okay. I've, been, I've been saving it. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Thank God. The ironic <laughs> thing is that you would, you would think quitting in the middle of your governorship would be negative, but uh, I read this morning that uh, new Gallup polls show that she's more popular than ever. With well, the well, her fans are idiots. Oh, oh, I guess I shouldn't get that political. Her fans oh. are interesting people. <laughs> I did. It's just a bizarre move, but very bizarre. I just don't. Know I like Sarah Palin. I don't we'll know why she's. I don't know why she's on the radar. I just don't understand why we keep talking about her. Like, I don't know why she's on the news. I don't get it. It's like Sarah Palin and Michael Jackson. That's all the news is nowadays. Someone actually on CNN yesterday said that the Michael Jackson memorial was like the most significant event of our lifetime. Do you remember? <laughs> Like nine eleven or any? I, how, about, how about the fucking wall coming down? <laughs> I mean, Michael Jackson's death is the most significant event of our lifetime. His death? I mean, <sighs> the is memorial it, service. He was is the, the awesome biggest celebrity of all time. You know, I, I, I looked it up. He, you know, Thriller was the highest, I guess, highest selling album of all time. Still is, right? Did you know it's more than doubled up on sales from the number two selling album of all time? What's number two? Uh, number two, I think, is ACDC. Back in Black? Really? Back in Black, yeah. Wow. Wow, and I, I think no that, Thriller has sold, if I remember, I'm off the top of my head, I think Thriller sold like 109 million copies, and I think Back in Black's only sold like 47 million. God damn. Well, I can imagine people all over the world buying Thriller, but not necessarily buying an ACDC album, so. Yeah. 109 million copies. That's, like, <laughs> trans- that nothing's even close to that. Well, like Transformers is about to hit 300 million, or has hit now, 300 it, million. It's going to hit today. Yeah. yeah, and it's done 600 million worldwide. I mean, there's uh, the global market's enormous. It's true. Although that doesn't always translate, too, because they often sell the foreign rights to movies before they even hit the box office. Kevin Smith always talked about how Clerks 2 was profitable before it got to theaters because they had already sold the foreign rights. I mean, it's a cool kind of thing to say it made this much amount of money, but the foreign market, really, that's money already in the bank. So the studio doesn't get money from box overseas box office revenues. They just get like a flat amount that they sell it to for to a, to well, a foreign distributor? It depends on the movie. It depends okay. on the movie, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a movie like Transformers, it's going to be an instant success. They wouldn't have a way to carve out some of that 
Gotcha. You know, more than just a flat fee. Well, right. they, they or it'd be a huge fucking flat fee. Maybe, or maybe something on the back end. Or maybe like they points. know it's going to make points. money, so they decide to keep it all to themselves and distribute it globally themselves. Sure. Depends on the studio and depends on the, on the movie. I mean, the, the movie's made $300 million in America in two weeks. It's about to destroy term, uh, Transformers 1, which was a you know incredible hit. Made $319 million. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen either of them. I saw Transformers 1 in the theater, and I was so angry. Well, I tried to watch Transformers 1. I couldn't get through it. But yeah, it was pretty bad. I saw Transformers 2. It's a lot like Transformers 1. Which you liked. Uh, yeah, I like them both. I mean, I just think, like, I didn't go to that for... I'm like Megan Fox. We have a lot in common. And <laughs> I, I don't think that's an acting movie or anything. It's just... I, stuff really, I, 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 I just don't like... Giant robots transforming. Yeah. I just, I just don't like the art direction no. of the robots. They I just agree. look like walking junkyards. They, they are. That's and, what they look like. And right. I can't make any sense of them when they're on the screen. I can't tell what the hell's happening. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, have, I have trouble seeing <laughs> that movie. It doesn't, it doesn't make, I had the same problem with Grand Theft Auto 4. Like, I couldn't see it for some reason. Really? Like, I can't, like, when I look at, when I, that's why I stopped playing Grand Theft Auto 4. Like, I look at it, and it's like, I can't see the game. And it's the same way with Transformers. I can't see what's happening when there's visual effects going on. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know what's wrong with it. What was me. your problem with Grand Theft Auto 4? Like, I can't focus on it. Like, I, I look at the screen, and it's not like, I can't see what's going on. Maybe you uh, okay. could benefit from the Sylvan Learning Center. That can help you with your <laughs> focusing problems. No, it's, it's, really, it's really bizarre. I, I don't even know how to it's describe like the, the it. the screen's too busy or something? What'd you say? Too busy? No, not too busy. I, like, honestly, it's like, it's like my eyesight's bad. It's like I can't focus on the screen. <laughs> Do you like old people versions? <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> you can focus in WoW, though. Not anymore. No, well, yeah. Maybe if they broke it down to like Nintendo 64 graphics, then... <laughs> I think the deal is when you have a movie like Transformers 2... That's probably 60% CG shots versus just no CG in those shots. That so much of the movie is done frame by frame that you don't have any perspective for it when you're making the movie. Like, I'm sure if you stopped a frame of, say, Optimus Prime transforming, you would look at that one frame and go, that looks awesome. That looks perfect. But then in motion, it looks like garbage. It's just like you can't th – them transforming means nothing. They should do all those transformations off screen because I don't, I, don't, I don't understand it. Just with the sound effect. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's an implied transformation. There's a car, pan over to the right, pan back, it's a robot. We get it, you know? That, that being said, that movie's going to make $400 million in America. See, to me, none of that stuff bothers me at all. I mean, to me, maybe the story not being good is what bothers me. Like, the visual effects of them transforming, you know, whatever. Robots yeah. transform. But, I mean, but like Bernie said, Megan Fox is right. That's not, you know, <laughs> that's not a plot-driven acting movie. Exactly. So, if, if you're going to have just an eye candy movie, which is awesome and I love, but wouldn't it make it make, make sense to your eyes? But wouldn't it be nice if it were, right? Eh. It would, I guess so. It's like, a, it's like those kind of movies, though, they're just an action delivery mechanism. That's all they are. So, it doesn't really matter. It's like, how do we get to the next explosion? You know, it's like, you know, Optimus Prime is going to save, you know, these guys from this battle and oh he also happens to discover a stockpile of oil barrels it's like oh great here we go here's the next big explosion coming you know it's Michael Bay <laughs> action delivery awesome mechanism. I mean there's a lot of stuff in that movie art direction why do all the Decepticons look exactly alike like Megatron and Starscream who can even tell the difference between them and then later in the movie there's like 14 Decepticons that just come down out of the sky as meteors basically and they all look the same too they're all silver and I, I guess it's they're trying to make it easier for you to differentiate with these giant robots which ones are the bad guys and which one are the good guys. But I guess it's like when they made the X Men movie, they didn't want to make their 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 outfits yellow and blue and, you know, ridiculous looking. I guess that's the same reason they made all the Transformers like metallic colors instead of like the cartoon where they were like red and blue and very loud primary colors. 
Oh, yeah. No, or, no, no. or you could tell what they were when they were still a robot. Yeah. What is a what is Me- uh, Megatron transformed to in the movie? Who knows? He's not a giant pistol, right? Who knows? That Starscream then uses to shoot. I, I don't know that Megat- <laughs> Megatron transforms. Really? Yeah. And there's a lot of there's Decepticons in the movie that are clearly <clears throat> automobiles too. It's, hmm. they, there's no clear line. That's bizarre. One of the best things though about Megan Fox saying that Transformers Two is not an acting movie is that it has started a war of words between Michael Bay and Megan Fox. And you get in a war of words with Michael Bay, eventually he's just going to go over the top with it. And he is now kind of threatening that he's got this audition tape of Megan Fox where basically when he auditioned her for Transformers, all he did was have her come over to his house and wash his Ferrari in a bikini while he filmed it. That what? tape supposedly exists. I, I've never heard this story. No one really? denies this. No one denies this. It was all this. over the internet yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Are there any explosions in I'm the I'm sure audition? in your pants. It's at Michael Bay's house. He probably has explosions like most people have sprinklers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't wa- he, he waters his lawn with shrapnel. Exactly. <laughs> Little flamethrowers pop up in the grass. It's like the grass is getting high. It's time to blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> the mail gets delivered with napalm. Did you ever see that, that uh, Vios commercial that he did? Yeah. Just tremendous. God, yeah. That's a fucking awesome commercial. I, I love Michael Bay. I love him. Hell I even yeah. like the Michael Bay knockoffs, like Simon West. I love all that stuff. You know. Uh, I don't know. You don't like Michael Bay? I, I'm about 50-50 on it. He's got a 50-50 track record with I, me, I think. <clears throat> I, I, I wanted to like Transformers and I couldn't, but can you think of another Michael Bay movie you don't like? I really wasn't an Armageddon fan. Eh, it was okay. Um, bad Boys 2. You didn't like that, did you, Jeff? I liked Bad Boys no, we 2. Love, okay. Jeff and I both love I bad disagree boys with 2. anybody who says Bad Boys 2 is a bad movie. I liked the, it. It's the, like the two scene, awesome movies in one. The scene where the Will Smith and uh, Mark, Martin, Martin Lawrence, Martin Lawrence are, are uh, driving down the highway running over corpses and Dude. heads are popping off. Some people might say that's a little crude and over the top. I say it was awesome. <laughs> I do too. Well, it has to, to be motivated, farther. right? As long as it's motivated, then it's good. They, they were evil well. corpses filled with drugs, you know? They're just the police. They're just trying to stop that. That's right. Make streets safer for Floridians. Yeah, for their children, remember? Exactly. That was the thing. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, did Yo. you, have you, has anyone played Battlefield 1943 yet? Have you yes. played the demo? I played the full game this morning. Dun, dun, it actually, dun, 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 dun. yeah, I have a great, I have great, great memories of the guys in this office all playing Battlefield 1942 together. And uh, I remember it being like this amazingly fun, awesome, irreverent time uh, in online multiplayer. And then I played it this morning, and the first thing I did was take 10 minutes to, to get a game going, and then I lagged out immediately. And I said, oh, I remember this. This is actually what Battlefield 1942 Ouch. was like. Yeah, that it took me so... about an hour before I was able to start playing. That I, I have yet to be able to get into a game. Every time it's I go crushing. and try to join a game, it says there are no games available. I feel like my soul has been crushed. Yeah. I, I also tried this morning and could not get into a game, and so I went and played Peggle. They've yeah. really captured that. Yeah, I tried for about half an hour before we started recording this podcast this morning, and I could not get into a single fucking game. Do you guys know? And there's like a little ticker at the bottom of the screen that says, uh, "You know, notice we're adding more servers to you know to serve you this oh. game. You may experience disconnection problems. How about you fucking get ready before the game launches?" Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. And then, like, I showed you the video I recorded of when I did finally get into a game. Me trying to get into a plane yeah. was like running five feet and then lagging back ten feet, and running is, five feet, and yeah. lagging back. I this was getting is, further away from the plane by running towards. This it. is exactly my memories of the game. Yeah, this I mean, is exactly was, my, back at playing a fifty-six K modem. This is exactly what it was like. What the most frustrating part is, I didn't they? I, I think they pushed the release date of this game back. I think it was initially supposed to come out in early June. It's been pushed back a month. And still yeah. seemingly not ready. Did it tell you like how many people were online? Or no, no, no. There's no people online because there's no games available. <laughs> I wonder if these downloadable games, if we're going to run into a problem with the manufacturing process, does take a few weeks. So you finish the game, and then they immediately go to work, essentially on the day zero patch. 
that's going to come out when everyone loads the game. I wonder if the downloadable games, if there's a shorter period of time there where you get it ready and you just turn it in and it's downloadable and maybe they're not as prepared as they could be. Hmm. I don't know. It's an interesting interesting idea. I, you know, I, I'll admit ignorance here. I don't really understand it, but I know there is some kind of Microsoft standards process that these games go through. And I know for arcade, they, there have been many complaints that it takes much longer for arcade games than it does for retail games. Well, this is an arcade game, so you, it would take longer than, right? Is it, though? Because it's not available in the arcade, and it's only available to gold members. Yeah, I couldn't find it in the arcade, Bernie's right. When I downloaded it there, I had to search. I thought it wasn't out yet, and I had to search around until I found the uh, I, just, I, like I, the new game graphic. Yeah, I just saw it on my dashboard, so that's yeah. what I clicked on. That's where you found it, too, on the yeah, dashboard? Yeah, on the dashboard, but it does not appear in Xbox Live Arcade. It's also 600 megs. Yeah. So, huh. It'll be interesting game. to see where that thing shows up, in yeah. what category Battlefield 1943 lands. Also, you know, when I finally did get into the game, I found something interesting. There's only three classes in that game. There's a scout, infantryman, and anti-infantryman, or rifleman, whatever the fuck it is. No more medic, huh? Yeah, there was no medic, and I remember there being an engineer, too. Yeah, there was an engineer. Yeah. But medic, one yeah. of the characters has a wrench as their melee weapon, so maybe that's, like, also, that wrench serves some and sort of... And you can fix tanks? I don't know. I didn't try. I wasn't able to really play. Medics were well, terribly overpowered in that game. Yeah, I'll be awesome. sad. I'll be sad if they remove that. They're not there. That's too bad because I tend to play more of the support characters in those FPS games because I just get aggravated playing the shooter guys. We've determined also there's something wrong with my Xbox Live account. Yeah, we did. We did uh, like side by side comparisons with two TVs and two Xboxes with Joel on our Chicken Mouth account and you on your account, and you your account is fucked up. My account is slower than other people's accounts. And also, some people have trouble hearing you. Yeah, like, Flash can never hear you. When you're, when you're playing at home, I know he has that problem. You, we, both you and I were playing here in the office yesterday, and he couldn't hear you, but he could hear me fine. Yeah, same connection. I, I get It's a lag thing. I get chat lag, I get lag in the game, and my biggest thing that I was showing you guys yesterday is that... My dashboard is significantly lagged. It's like 30 seconds slower than the other dashboard that we were testing it with. Yeah, we got into it an, was crazy. We got into an argument here in the office a couple weeks ago about it. You were complaining how slow the NXE is, and I was saying that it wasn't slow. And we both thought the other... I'm sure each of us thought the other was an idiot. But after seeing your dashboard, I can totally see why you're upset now. And just to be clear, we're in the same office using the same Xbox on the same connection. And it doesn't matter where I use my Xbox Live account. Mine is slower. It's just slower. The dashboard, like, for instance, when you go into arcade and you go to buy a game, I have purchased a lot of arcade games, a lot of them. I've maybe purchased maybe 100 to 120. So maybe, like, my DRM check file is that much bigger than everyone else's that it has to download. But when I go to, say, for instance, Peggle, and I load up Peggle, when it determines whether it says, do you want to buy this game or download it again, that process takes up to 30 seconds for me. And I will just sit there and watch my dashboard with this blinking Xbox icon, whereas Jeff... On the same connection right next to me, we'll hit the button, and he'll get right into it. Maybe yeah. two seconds. Yeah. Maybe you have too much gamer score. Well, that can't, that can't <laughs> be it's it. It's clogging the system up. That... Jeff has more games played than me. Um, I, I don't know if he has more. You have a higher gamer score for sure, but there's tons of people who have a higher gamer score than me. He probably has more achievements than me as well. The only thing that, that I can possibly figure out is how much stuff I have downloaded through Marketplace. Yeah, I've bought maybe... 50 arcade games, and I think you've got to be well above that. I, 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 out of the first 100 arcade games that came out, I probably bought at least 85 of those, and that was yeah. a year and a half ago. And I buy arcade games all the time. Half of my 100% of games are arcade games. And then I also download tons of content. Like, I make a lot of purchases in Xbox Live Marketplace. Because I download other people's themes, because I want to check it out versus ours, gamer picks, uh, videos. I download tons of stuff through Marketplace. Do you, do you rent movies and stuff, too? 
Uh, yeah, I rent movies with my kids. Yeah, yeah, if that's I the source of your problem, that's really shitty. It's uh, almost like you're being punished for being uh, you know, a big consumer. There's, some, there's definitely something weird. I mean, there's something weird about it. Have you ever tried to recover your gamertag to a different box? No, I haven't tried to do that. And it's not like Gamerscore either, where you can delete entries. Like, I wish I got through and say, I, I just want to delete these DRM entries. I can't yeah, even do that. Stop checking for like, it. I'm not going to play Ikagura again ever. I promise. Or Space <laughs> Giraffe. You know? Space Giraffe. Great. Now I want to play Space Giraffe. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm okay with getting those things removed, and so I can't ever download them, them again. I'm fine with that. But it's odd. It's odd. And I also, you had a launch, I guess. You had a launch account as well, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. It's weird, though. When you and I were comparing our stats yesterday, we also noticed something interesting about the way both of us plays. You don't play games for nearly as long as I do. I don't. Yeah, but, like, what was your highest, your most oh, days Halo. played? It was Halo. It was, like, 130 days I played Halo. But your second one was, like, 30 days. Yes. What I was your second one? Uh, Left 4 Dead. And my top 10 were probably all over 50. Mm-hmm. What's, your, he, he what's your number two? one? Halo? Uh, I think it's Halo, yeah. What's your number two? Um, Grand Theft Auto, maybe? Halo, Grand Theft Auto, Left 4 Dead, and... Uh, oh, Crackdown was my number two. I oh, yeah, Crackdown. I the shit out of Crackdown. And the way we find these stats are on 360voice.com. Yeah. 360voice.com. And, and I'm sure Fallout will be climbing for uh, for you up that list, Jeff. Yeah, well, I play games really slowly. I, have a, I, I can't sit down and play a game for more than like an hour and a half. Where I, I just get antsy and I have to get up and go do something right now. It's a lot of fun. I finished Point Lookout, and like these days, I'm just kind of wandering around trying to uncover all the map because uh, I feel like I, I missed a lot of it. And I, I went and I saw the alien spaceship crash just so I could pick up the alien blaster in preparation for Mothership Zeta. Oh, I was going to ask you guys. You said that the alien uh, pistol or whatever it is yeah. has a limited ammo. Like, you only get 100 shots. Right. But I picked up alien power cells last night on the ground. What are those for? Where'd you pick those Where'd up? you find those? Those were um, at the train station where the... Uh, it's like the train station near Arafu where um, where the family lives. You know, they're like... Mm-hmm. They're, they're in that little... Inside the train station. On the outside, like if you go out the door and there's just a bunch of empty train carts, I found like 15 alien power cells. They look like batteries laying around the uh, ground. Were they, they were like a light blue color, right? They're light blue or white, yeah. Yeah. That's them. That's them? So, yeah. so you can get more ammo for that gun. You can also get some in Broken Steel. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there's, you also... there's, there's another gun in Broken Steel. That's right. So, it's pretty cool. Have all hmm. you guys a thousand, all the achievement points in that game? What, Fallout? Yeah. It's fourteen fifty actually. Fourteen fifty. I'm a. I got like two hundred points. I, got a long way I, to I think I only have seven ninety because I got fucked on a lot of the quest stuff. Like I missed the whole GNR storyline, like Jeff was talking about, and I couldn't go back. Then I fucked up in Erafu. And... The game's smart though; it lets you go back. Like I was able to go back and do those, get those achievements in uh, GNR, even though you know not this... not smart enough. <laughs> I don't have those achievements. You should go back. I went, no, I went back to Erafu. They're still shooting at me. Oh, what are they shooting at, for, shooting at you in Arafu for? Remember I told you, we talked about this on the podcast oh, okay. once. We had, a, we had an accident. We're just going to hit one of them with shrapnel. Cut all this out anyway. And I went back because people kept, <laughs> people kept saying that uh, like you can go back. So I went back and they were still shooting at me. So I got really pissed off. So I killed everyone in Arafu. Ah, Really? It's amazing to me. I never do stuff like that. Yeah, Fuck them. Either. I got really angry. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Listen to you. I'm a fucking saint in that game. So am I, but fuck those guys. No, you killed the... Uh, speaking of which, there's another... There's an, the overseas. Speaking yeah. of being a saint... Um, there's something else that pissed me off. I was playing Point Lookout, and I fast-traveled to... And Bernie's probably the only one here who's played Point Lookout. I fast-traveled to the shop out there. Definitely the only person who's finished it. <laughs> I finished Point Lookout already. Uh, anyway, I fast-traveled to the shop, and as I, as I spawned there, there were smugglers there. Yeah. And there was, so I was like, oh, shit, I have to get in a fight right away. So I killed, like, three smugglers. 
And after I killed him, I looked around, and the Protectron that's normally there was dead. Protectron. So I looked around some more, and I saw Panda was dead, you know, the shopkeeper. So I went over, and I looked at her, and she had, and like, I, I checked her body, and she had, like, Panda's locker key. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'll take this. She, <laughs> she's dead. She's not going to need it. So I walked over to her locker, and I locked it with the key. I lost karma. She's fucking dead. I didn't kill her. You don't get to take her stuff. Why can't I take her stuff? She, she's not, she doesn't need it. Wow, don't let this get near Michael Jackson's house. Dirty pool, dude. <laughs> you, did, you take her, did you take her boots off her dead corpse, too? <laughs> yeah, really? My boots were better, so I didn't need hers. But why should Lord. I lose karma for that? That's stupid. Because she's not your stuff. You're stealing. What if she's she had a dead. son? What if, what if it was her fucking like, socialist? That, what if she had a will? What if all that so stuff that was her You're in an Armageddon wasteland. Yeah. If you're in an Armageddon wasteland and you come across someone who's dead... It doesn't and you mean take their stuff. I'm sure you've taken unmoral. stuff from dead people. It, like I mean, if game. you're in a battle to have the human race survive, and the dead body has like a cantina of water, and you haven't drank in a week because you're in a Armageddon wasteland that's stealing, dude. It's just on the karmic what if, spectrum. What if she had a family, Joel? What if she willed yeah. all that stuff to her kids? <laughs> right. What if that? What if her son was going to take over the shop? She and didn't keep have. The she didn't family have business shit. Alive? There, there, <laughs> there was. She was the only person in that town aside from the person you came on the boat with that you see. No. Period. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we have to get to the bottom of this, clearly. Tell, send your thoughts about this topic to Jeff at RoosterTeeth.com. You that's clearly, that's J-O-E-L at RoosterTeeth.com. Anybody want to hear Joel's uh, list of games that he's played and what's the longest that he's played? Yeah, I do. I'm going to guess it's, it's got to be Halo 3. Left 4 Dead is his longest. Oh, he wow. played for 52 days. Wow. Uh, Guitar Hero World Tour, which doesn't surprise me at all, 25 days. Guitar Hero 3... 22 days, and Rock Band 2, 18 days. So if you combine all of his music ones into one, that's what he plays more than anything else. It says that Joel has only played 18 days of Halo 3. Something's wrong with that. Well, it could be just when you started tracking your account. Yeah. Guitar Hero 2, you do play a lot of music games, though. You really do. You you played Viva Pinata for two days. Just two days? You know what? I, it's like you guys were like, Vivian Piata, it's a great game, it's a great game, it's a great game. And I was like, well, maybe I have to play it. And then like, you pulled out a spreadsheet. Jeff had a spreadsheet. Color-coded. A spreadsheet <laughs> color-coded with like numbers and animals and things and this, that, and the other thing. A spreadsheet? You have a spreadsheet for a game? I couldn't stand the game. I it's just, a complicated yeah, I mean, game, These little dude. cute little demanding bastard creatures just want stuff from you and just I couldn't, I couldn't I'm, handle it. I'm with you, Joel. I, I, I got suckered into buying it and not a fan. Uh, you, you guys should never have kids. You're not nurturing at all. Justice says you've only played nine days of Fallout 3. Uh, that's not correct. That would be nine calendar days that you've played. Oh, oh that's, also... That's not correct at I all. I had to look at your old gamer tag, not your new one. Uh, yeah, see, it's, it's, I'm sure that's all fucked up. Yeah. Let's see what I've played for, uh, for Fallout 3 here. Is, is video game morality the same as real-life morality? I think so. I could never play an evil character in a video game. Like Fable or Knights of the Republic, any of those games where they let you choose. Me I neither. Never play a bad guy. Me neither. I kind of hear you coming from, body, it, not evil. It's like that thing where it's Apparently like I don't want to play the evil character, but I won't get to experience the full, you know, fullness of the game if I don't play the evil character. There's like parts of the game you don't. Do you see. want to experience the fullness of life in the same way? This is. It's funny because this is the same. <laughs> argument. It's like I've never the, killed a man. I keep unplugging your laptop with my foot. Hey, I'll agree. I'll agree that you know taking that lady's stuff is not the worst thing in the world. But you also admitted to killing everyone in Arafu because they pissed you off. No, that was evil. That's an entire I, town. I could definitely lose karma for that. That I agree with. Yeah. Well, did you take their stuff after you killed them? Really no, because the because they were that's like an, a starting area. They, I, they didn't have anything I wanted. If they had stuff. panda, panda had like nine hundred caps, fucking twenty stim packs. Ooh. 
That's... Well, I mean, you guys. So you guys are big achievement guys. So it's like if there's an evil character, you can't get all the achievements unless you play the evil character. What do you do? That's different. I mean, I could do that, but if I'm just playing through a game, I can't do it. So in other words, if I'm the devil and I want to get your soul, basically, I just need to to get you to do offer an intangible reward. Stuff. Exactly. I just need to give you achievement points. Basically. Are, okay. Do you are you offering achievement points? <laughs> what are we talking about? Joel, Let's what are you start saying? the bidding. I have played 14 days of Fallout Three. Dude, you got fourteen hundred and fifty points in that game in fourteen days. That, that, that site's totally bogus. Fourteen calendar days. That's not According That's to this thing, well, uh, you know, let's put it this way: if one of them is wrong, they're all relatively wrong in the same way. That's right? a good point. So mm. it's, a, it's trend more than anything else. So I, I've played one hundred and eighteen days of Halo. That seems likely. That I've loaded up one hundred and eighteen days. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's been out for a year and a half. That seems likely to me. Thirty nine days of Left for Dead, and then of course thirty four days of Lego Star Wars. But the but. I mean, that makes sense to me, too, because the way you game, you sit down at, like, 9 a.m. on a Saturday, and you'll play till midnight. Yeah, if, I, if like... Uh, you pack a lot of gameplay into those into that day. I do go in bursts, man. I'm, like, a binge binge player. In, like, in, in 10 years, will this thing have any value? Like, the fact that you've finished games, for instance, Left 4 Dead, Halo 3, will those be as important 10 years from now? Like, if you had 100% in, say, Super Mario 3. I'm sure 10, 20 years from now, it will be super important to those of us who played those games. And to those, you know, the kids coming up who don't even exist yet, it'll be like, who cares, you're old. But Gamerscore suffers from that thing that everything else in video games suffers from. Anybody who's beneath you in Gamerscore is no good at video games. Everybody who's above you, everyone above you is a fucking loser who has too much time to play video (laughs) games. You're right. Absolutely true. And it's, you don't have any, people never have any respect for the people above them and they have no respect for the people below them. And then like, but that's the thing. Once you realize that that is how everybody views it, it's kind of like, what am I doing? Right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. The correct gamer score to have is 61,970. I can verify that. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I care about is just hundred percent in games. That's all I care about. It's funny that you think they would have a, some sort of value for like indicating, you know, if you hundred percent a game, that should give you something. PlayStation has that. Well, Microsoft just just uh, started that awardables thing too, which is kind of like that, right? That'll be cool for avatars. Oh, what is yeah. that? That's uh, you yeah. get like clothing and shit for your avatar, right? Yeah, you like said if you previously, do certain... it's like achievements, but you get clothing for your avatars, hmm. which is kind of cool. PlayStation has a trophy if you get all the other achievements in a tro- in a game, you get the platinum trophy. That's... So you can compare your your platinum trophies. That is something I hope the 360 will take. And you know what? It would drive DLC because if you lost your platinum trophy or whatever your your platinum achievement for this game because DLC came out, you'd be more likely to buy the DLC. Absolutely. But you, you, you would already have the platinum trophy before DLC, wouldn't you? Yeah, but they, then if... they can't take it away. Sure, they can. Why? Maybe. No. Or no, maybe, maybe if bullshit. you get all the DLC, then you get a titanium one or something. Yeah, you, know, you get some... double platinum or something. Or maybe they have, you know, they don't. We're talking about trophies because that's just what exists now. But for achievements, they could have literally a hundred percent zero score achievement for the retail game, and then also for all the DLC, you can get one as well. Yeah, that's that makes much more sense. That would be awesome, just from the standpoint that I always want to know how many games I've hundred percented, and it's a pain in the ass to go through and count your games up. And it used to be easier because 1,000 points meant you had finished completely right. a retail game and 1,250 meant you had finished it with DLC. Now they're just – they th- completely abandoned that for no reason. There's no there's no structure to that gamer score system anymore. Yeah, Fallout has, what, 1,450 now with the, the DLC that's out for it? Well, I, I, the new structure is that you can have uh, – it's 1,000 points for a retail game and you can have up to 1,750 through DLC. Okay. That's the structure. So then Fallout has one more DLC after Mothership Zeta left in it. 
if they want to attach achievements to DLC. I mean, DLC doesn't have to have achievements in it. Right. Hmm. It does for me to play it. It seems to be a big deal. I also think there needs to be more structure for what percentage of points go for single player, what percentage of points go for multiplayer. Yeah, every every game seems to be like, there's like a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, um, it's 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 mind boggling, and it's also very annoying when a developer is trying to milk the system by putting in these ridiculously long multiplayer achievements, getting trying to force people to play their game when we're just not gonna. Yeah, we're yeah, just that really. I really hate that. Like a hundred thousand kills in Gears too. Well, that, that's across everything, but yeah. I mean, I, I kind of like the Gears one because it also counts single player co op as well. Right? That helps too, but you get like two thousand kills for a campaign of Gears two. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, how many kills you get in a multiplayer match in Gears? I, don't, I never played Gears two, but Gears one, it was you get four kills in in a twenty minute match. Yeah, four least, kills and you're doing awesome. Yeah. yeah, at least I was. You know, it's a it's a totally different game. A lot of the a lot of Gears is one of those games where you just sit there watching other people play because you only had one life per round. Right. Right. So, not so much the case in Gears two. You can respawn most game types in Gears two. Yeah. I, re- I really need to play that God, game. Do you have that game? Fun, dude. Yeah, I love it. Are you done with it? No, no, I'm play. I play Gears. It's Gears Two multiplayer. I play a lot. I so. hate you. I'll make a deal. I got Gears Two right now. I haven't play, I haven't even loaded it. I will play co-op with you. Okay, great. I'll go get it tonight. See, now we're in that place too. Let's go into a totally different topic where you can talk about the Dead Space numbers. But I'm at that point where I was with movies a couple of years ago, where I got so behind on movies that Netflix became exceptionally valuable to me because I was so far behind. I was it was like I had new release movies on DVD all the time. That, that's why I'm with Gamefly now. I'm so behind on games that Gamefly can actually be used to play good games. Whereas if you're if you're up on all your gaming, you might as well just cancel your Gamefly account because everything is very long wait. Yeah, you're gonna be waiting the rest of your life to get Madden. Right. Yeah. And uh, and now I'm to the point where it's like Gears of War two, got it one day, you know, no problems. Fallout three, got it, no problems. Although I went out and bought Fallout three after I rented it. Good. It's good. Market, Support good them. I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I got more than sixty dollars worth of value out of the game. Yeah, I I'm, played it for fourteen days. Right now, I'm I'm really ready to get caught up on uh, on three sixty games and other games, just because I'm I'm I, I really need this break from WoW, and I, I haven't played probably in a month and a half. <laughs> I'm enjoying it, and I, I got to play a bunch of other stuff. We know at some point. Gus is going to get bitten by the achievement bug. I don't know at what point it's going to happen. You know, it's weird, I, I, right? meant to, like I meant a... to bring this up a little earlier. Uh, I don't know how much you know about achievements in WoW, but WoW has achievements, has some achievements. Like, I wish they could incorporate a way to do this in the 360, where WoW has achievements you can get for being the server first to do stuff and the world first to do stuff. So if, like, you're the first person in the world to get to, like, level 80, you get a special achievement in I don't title. like that. That is... Or like on your server or whatever, right? I don't like that. It's really cool. I don't. I don't like the idea that there is an achievement out there that not everyone can get. Yeah, it's just bother. I don't know. I, I mean, agree, it's, I it's okay for WoW, but I don't think that would work on the 360. Mm. Like the worst achievement in the well, history those... of the 360 is to be the number one player in the world on f- fucking Graw. Mm. It's well, horrible. Th- those are like in a separate category, though. They call those feats of strength. It's like no okay. no gamer score associated. Sure, sure. You don't That's know cool. what they are necessarily. That would be cool. That's different. Th- that would be cool. But I, one thing I don't like about achievements is the gamer score means nothing to me at all. It means absolutely zero to me. Like yesterday, I got an achievement for getting seven experience points on the seventh day of the month in Halo Three. It was zero gamer score. I don't care. Just yeah. the fact that I don't have to look at fifty nine of sixty one achievements. That's that's to me. That's what motivates me. You know, is that mm. I've done a hundred percent of what the developer says. This is what our game's about. This is what we want you to do in this game. And so, I mean, granted, that one's a little bit self serving with the seventh of the month thing. But you know, it's I, I like to fill in the gray boxes. That's Absolutely. what I like to do. Well, you're a collector. 
That must be what it is. Yeah. And that's why you like games like Grand Theft Auto. I mean, you're, that, you're a collector explorer. Godfather 2, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, exploring is really just a different kind of collecting, right? It's collecting you know? all the pieces of the map. Yep. Exactly right. That's what I did in WoW. And uh, that's what I did. Fallout 3 had a, achievements associated with collecting points on the map. And like, that's awesome. You had to collect 100 points on the map, right? Is that the achievement? Which is nowhere near all the points on the map. Did you go everywhere on the map? No, I don't think I have. I have I have places where they're marked for some reason, but I haven't been there. Like, I have a little line through them. Mm. I think at a certain level, you get you unlock all the places on the map, and you, you can see them. I think it's like at level 20 or 22. But mm. it's, it's cool. I like it, because it, like in WoW and Fallout 3... These are all different places. I mean, these this is an artistic achievement to see these things. Mm-hmm. Especially, I, wow, the, just the different colors, you know, the, the landscapes and the environments. Very cool. You know, it's funny for me because even to some extent, like, sporting games would have that sort of meaning for me. Like, if you're really into baseball and it was like when they started bringing the games out where the stadiums or the actual stadiums, it was like, God, this is great. I so awesome. Wanna... That's why I love NCAA like, football. Yeah. The different college stadiums. All I the love character it. and this, that, and the other thing. And the thing that frustrates me still to this day to some extent, it's like if you go all the way and you win everything, like you go, you win the Super Bowl or whatever, I still am not quite sure. And I guess it's been a, a year or two since I've played one. Like if you go to the World Series or whatever and you win, how come the, it doesn't – like why don't they put the extra bells and whistles into that environment just for that – like to have the payoff at the end where there's different things or the stadium is dressed differently or and they don't seem to have that. It's uh, like you win the it, whole. It might be just like an issue where they ship the game. Like like say baseball for example, they ship the game before the World Series happened, and they don't know how they're going to dress the stadium, so they don't want to dress it incorrectly. It might, yeah, be some, it might be something dumb like that. Maybe maybe that kind of thing will happen now though. Like we just had with uh, was it March Madness that had the DLC you could download the March Madness DLC download pack where you could play the actual tournament. You know, oh yeah, maybe like yeah. maybe with like maybe with MLB 2K9 when the World Series happens, they'll release like a you know I don't know thousand point download pack. Did that pay yeah. off for them? That March Madness downloadable? I don't know. I, I didn't never saw any numbers on it. I never saw anybody playing it. No, I didn't either. But I don't hang out with a lot of basketball game players. So basketball sports games in general are weird because it's based on this dynamic real world thing, and. It really hasn't affected them very much, but it's one of those games that the moment you buy it, it's immediately inaccurate and out of date. Well, which is great why they have, you know, Xbox Live and the downloadables and all that stuff now, because it's like immediately you can update the roster well, to yeah. like what it is a day after, right? EA's like, even for online that, play? EA's combated that with that DNA system they have where you like, you pay, I don't know if you pay for it or not, but like, I know the latest NBA game had real world stats updating and like if a player's hurt in on the Rockets your player's hurt on the Rockets if yeah, or, you sign or, up for it or if you can play, choose to do it if the player in the real world is on a hot streak the, yeah, the stats go up a little absolutely yeah but that's so weird to me too because you're not playing at the same pace as the regular season right like your guy can go out in the playoffs yeah which is a lot different if he goes out in the real world during the regular season or if they sit him on the bench to get him ready for the playoffs you're in the playoffs in your game and suddenly you can't play this guy because he's just out that's I, true it, and I, I have to deal with a lot too because Mostly I play NCAA games because I like college sports in real life more than I like professional sports. And that's a big pain in the ass because their students, they can't have their real names in the game right. for... Johnson failed math. He's not going to be joining you this weekend. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I get it with probation. I have to go through this whole thing right, where you, you can't even download the names of the players. For instance, yeah. say Major Applewhite was on the quarterback of the Texans, or Colt McCoy was the quarterback of the of the Texas Longhorns. I said the Texans, by the he way. He did. Um, 
And, and so Colt McCoy, they just have his number in there. They don't right. have his name. However, with, his, with statistics that are, it, are very similar, and he looks like him and everything, sure, and it looks like the dude. And he's got the right you know stats he would normally have if, right. if 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 it was a pro game. And if you add his first and last name in, the announcers know those names. They will say McCoy, or, you know, McCoy, McCoy drops yeah. drops drops back to pass. Right. He's hit or whatever. So it's kind of interesting. It's like they're just like this is the one thing they didn't do to get around Flying all that on stuff. on the border, right? Right, exactly. So it's uh, it's kind of a pain. And it used to be on the 360, you could download saves if you had one of those little devices from Best Buy, yeah, where you could just like plug it in and and get them. But you know they don't really have them on the 360. And probably if you used it, you would invalidate your your probably. achievements and everything else as well. Hey, speaking of NCAA, that comes out next week, right? I, I don't know. It's off my radar. I think it does. Yeah, I really. I think I played enough of those games. I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of footballed out after the last like four years. Yeah, for me it's like one of those. It's a cycle where it's like I'll you know I'll play you know 2005 and I'm not going to play it again until like 2011 or whatever. But I'll eventually <laughs> come back to it. The uh, I'm I'm actually kind of excited about uh, this year's Madden game though. It looks really good. It does. It looks like uh, <laughs> I mean every year is supposed to be to the nth degree better, but this year actually looks yeah it looks significantly like better. It really did a lot of work on the engine. Looks looks really really good. Yeah, I might pick it up this year. It, it's it's like if you see the game out of the corner of your eye. Is that a real game? And you really go through that process. Is that is that an actual right, photo right. from a game or whatever? It's amazing. You know, I would still like to throw this out there where we take a baseball game. If there is a good one, they ever make another good baseball game for the 360 where we have another in-office league, which Let's we've tried it. before. You know what? It's, it's like failed. every one of the – like the theory of it is great. And every time there's this weird wrinkle in every baseball game, it's the same – effing thing every time where it's like someone's going to go into the seventh or eighth inning with a lead and then the computer all of a sudden is just going to start bulking up the stacks of the guy who's behind every time that's what you think happens yeah no i, 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 I could see that happening with like an time. ai opponent every time but, but if you're playing a, but if you're playing human, a human it, it shouldn't do that I, I that was the pattern i felt, I felt well like, joel I felt like i'm sorry you blow it late in the every, game every time joel's got no no it doesn't matter I, can, I, can, stamina. I think joel plays mario baseball is what I'm <laughs> from this. guitar hero baseball i think also, i think it's true I, I think it's absolutely true here's what i don't understand either in baseball games why do you keep fucking with the batting system and the fielding system it's real simple we want to hit a button to hit the ball that's it maybe a for a regular swing b for a power swing when you feel the ball right is first base up is second base, left is third base, down is home. That's it. It's easy. Just don't don't add in the left trigger for a power throw with like a half <laughs> press. You know? What was the one baseball game they had where you'd pull the trigger and then let go to swing? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, wasn't that, that uh, was a Dreamcast game? No, wasn't it 2K7? Yeah, it was one of those games. What a dumb-ass mechanic. Their idea was you pull back for your backswing, you pull the trigger, and then you release for the swing. You were showing us videos the other day. God. All those uh, 2K baseball oh my God, games man. going totally astray. The, the best <laughs> ones like where the dude like comes home, steps on the plate, then like falls through the earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how does that happen? I mean, haven't you guys been using this engine for 10 years now? If I you mean, look, if you, if not fa- what's going on? If you look on YouTube and you just look up NLB 2K9, you'll find endless videos of people calling it the worst game ever and just how horrible this thing is. Which is a disappointment because when we played our our inter-office league, we played like on 2K6 or 2K7, and that was a great game. Oh, it was fantastic. It yeah. was really great. Remember it built a web page for you yeah. for your league and it would update? Had like the newsletter and everything. Yeah. It was incredible. It was very, very cool. To me, the best part of those baseball games is simply like building the team. Like, going through the draft, building a team. Then it's like, once I have my team, it's like, all right, I'm done. I'm I, I'll team. be honest. I don't know enough about baseball to do those drafts. Yeah, we just we just played, you know, real teams. 
it also preys on my fear of fantasy whatever, fantasy baseball or fantasy football. I can't fucking stand that stuff. I hate it. I hate it. It, There's enough distraction as it is in sports today without wanting one dude to catch the ball in the you know in the fourth quarter it's like i just want to watch this team beat this it's, team it's a byproduct of like needing time to be eaten yeah. it's like america <laughs> needs like a thing like some sort of vehicle to like eat time when you're at the office and that's what it is that's why i don't even like i don't like gambling on sports because i don't like spreads i i hate that yeah yeah oh got to win but by 4 points exactly we didn't cover the spread or you know got to win by 17 and a half points all I, I know is that, that I love sports. I also love gambling. Now, I've never bet on sports, but I can only imagine that that would be opening Pandora's box. It's fun. For me. That I mean, so you've done it, right? I used to gamble on that boxing That must have been the most exciting thing to watch ever. It well, it definitely ratchet, ratchets up the stakes, but at the same time, it it ruins the experience. You know, how do you, because you can't go back. Because you can't go back, and also, how do you right. fucking how do you how do you honestly pick? How do you put a hundred dollars down on what round the motherfucker is going to get knocked out in? It's impossible. <laughs> it just it makes it far too stressful. I, I was in Vegas like three years ago, and it was like, oh, UT's playing Rice, and the spread was like, 50? you know, it was like fourteen points. And it was like, I should go downstairs and bet. $5,000 on this. I should bet $5,000. I was like, Good no, Lord. I guess I shouldn't. Holy blah, blah. Jesus. Well, it's such a no-brainer. I mean, Fucking UT Bill versus Gates. Rice, 14-point spread. And sure enough, they won, they won like, se- it was 77 to like 14. I, re- I remember that game. It was like, well, <laughs> yeah, I remember it's like. I wouldn't have bet on it. I, if you'd have, if, I wouldn't have bet on it even if the spread was zero. Just because it's a rival. It's an old rival. Those Rice, are the games you lose. Rice came Rice close once in 97. It was a close game. Yeah, they pull out that option offense. You don't was, know which way it's going. The dual option. <laughs> what, what does Rice way? run? Could be left. Could be right. The you wish, don't know. wishbone. The, Rice is like the only huddle where like someone has engineered. They have a compass and you know, <laughs> there's a dude measuring wind speed in, in the huddle. You know, I, I was watching a, a Texas Rice game once on TV, and um, like the announcers, it was on ABC, I think, and the announcers were talking about you know the Rice quarterback or something. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, so and so, a senior from Houston, Texas, his uh, major is computational and applied mathematics. Then there was a pause, and the color guy goes, "What do you think that is?" <laughs> and the other guy goes, "I don't know, probably building bridges or something." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, building bridges. You know, there's the one dude who's there just on athletic scholarship. That's the only reason he's there at Rice. <laughs> And he's like, look, guys, I don't know what a friction coefficient is, but can we just run a post pattern? <laughs> this, this time it's old school. Just a post pattern. Throw it to me. That's it. I'll catch the goddamn ball. They would love it if they could get someone who could throw a ball down there. Hey, Gus, if you, have to, if you, if you watch UT versus Rice, who do you vote for? Who do you root for? I cheer for Rice. Why, hey, would, really? you cheer, why would you cheer for UT? I don't know, because he lives in Austin. Like yeah. a mile from the football stadium, they had a uh, they had a fantastic baseball team a couple of years ago. Yeah, right? they, they won it all. They won like, it all uh, a few years ago. They, were, they they normally have a very solid baseball team. Uh, who knows why the fuck that is? But they can't get their football act together ever. Well, I don't know. You know, I mean, football. You know, you have to be a, a mutant. I guess. I guess you know? so. For the uh, most people who even hear us talking about this, aren't going to know what Rice is. I mean, does anyone outside of Texas really know Rice University? It's a small university in Houston. It's like, I think it has, when I went there, it was 2,100 undergrads. So it's like, you know, the size of an incoming class at UT, divided by five. It's a math nerd school, right? Exactly. They make a very big deal about being a very prestigious engineering mathematics school in Texas. 
What they say that the Ivy League of the South isn't that? <laughs> they call uh, they call they call Harvard the rice of the North. I don't know if you you've ever heard that. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I have heard that. I don't well, think I have. You just made a bumper sticker. The game that we played, by the way, was Baseball 2K7 because I have 12 days logged in MLB 2K7. Mm, I bet Matt has zero. I bet he does too. Hey, I wonder if we went back and played MLB 2K7. I wonder if it would still have all those features. Those online features are still enabled. I think so. Yeah. I Did think it change developers? I th- I don't know, but no, I think that they're... It's 2K Sports still, right? Yeah, it is 2K Sports still, but I think they're required to maintain those servers as long as the console is still current generation. Um, this is Microsoft. That's not like true. Microsoft I, I don't think that's true. Did because NBA 2K6? Didn't you make no, a big deal about they, them abandoning they the... Were gonna, they were going to shut down that and like Tiger Woods servers, and they never did. I think they're all still up. Really? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. What are you, what what are you, that, what are you saying? You're saying we should play a baseball tournament? I, I, I would like to. I mean, we have the tournament functionality on we the website the as well. We could just have a straight-up tournament. Well, if NCAA comes out next week, we should have an NCAA tournament. All right, I'll do that. I'll get my fucking ass kicked. NCAA football? I can't play with the football multiplayer. I don't think it's the same experience at all. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever played football multiplayer. Well, I just, you can play against us, though. You can't, you can't get a quick game on Xbox Live and not get fucking demolished. We played last week. Man, you those, did very well. Those people who play, those people who play Madden and NCAA football online all the time... They're playing a different game than I'm playing. Yep. Oh yeah. They they that I throw a ball instantly intercepted. They know, it like, doesn't matter what I do. They that, know every nuance. That's a cr- there's a crazy level of addiction to that. Like Jason's brother Nick, who we're all friends with, he still every day I see him playing like Madden 08 was the last one? 09? Every single day. The game's been out a year and he still plays and a game of football's 30 40 minutes for one game and he's online playing every day. I wish I had something like that in my life. That kind of focus? Yeah. Oh. Stop it. Pick up pick up Fallout, Joel. Pick it up. Yeah, dude. Seriously. I, I guess so. I, I'm so... I mean, Battlefield was going to be my new thing, and it sounds like that's... I think they're, they're just having launch they'll problems. They'll get that shit they'll, fixed. They'll get it straightened out. This would be awesome. The, 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 eventually, I did get to play, and it was a fucking blast. I mean, it was great. It was just like I remembered it being. It's going to be terrible. I'm going to have to spend the rest of the day cutting the podcast together and not <laughs> not playing 1943. It's to, the loading screen's going to be up on the TV right next to me on my desk. All right, final thoughts, anybody? Um, yeah, get Battlefield 1943. We will have a tournament for it soon. We also have uh, new Griffball Gamer picks up on Xbox Live. Uh, you, for some reason, you can find them in the Red vs. Blue Season Three folder. On Marketplace. Not sure why. We're not sure why at all. Also, uh, look for more new products to come out in our online store next Monday, hopefully. Hey, are those, um, speaking of new products in the online store, are we going to have those at Comic-Con? What, Griffball Gamer Picks? No, new, uh, new, new, new products at the store. Those are print-on-demand products. Oh, are they? Yeah. We're going have, uh, to have something that. at well, Comic-Con that's like a unique thing, aren't we? I'll post a picture of it, but I have a Griffball sticker, one of our laptop skins, mm-hmm. and I can post a picture of that, too. That's a good idea, though. We could get them to run a bunch. We could take them up there. All right, yeah, cool. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.